Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> Speaking of Letterkenny, there is a celebrity cameo in this movie. Did you not catch it? No. The leader of the military group that is... Was that him? Okay, that I was, was trying Jared to... Jared Kiso. That was uh, Wayne from Letterkenny. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, seriously? Yes, That's awesome. Was. Okay, and that's really funny because I kept on looking at him going like, I know him. He's the dude from Ninja Turtles 2. Wait, he can't be the dude from Ninja Turtles 2 because that guy would be like 50. <laughs> yeah. And he no, looks it's... fucking great if he's 50, but that's him? That's Kiso. God yep. damn it. <laughs> I knew he played a soldier in a movie, but I couldn't remember which one. I had never watched Letterkenny the, the last time I watched this movie. I, that's how long it's been since I've watched this movie. I mean, you know, now Letterkenny's like my favorite show. But uh, yeah, I was like, holy fuck, it's Kiso. He's... That's my, that's. <laughs> I could have told just from his speech patterns, like, because <laughs> like, I was like, holy fucking shit. But no, yeah. Then looking at him, I was like, fuck yeah, that is Jared Kiso. Well, now I have to go back and look at those scenes that he was in. <laughs> oh man. So, hey guys, I didn't think that was going to be a relevant thing, but this is Sharks Across Hollywood and today we're talking about Godzilla, the 2014 one because there's a new movie coming out. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which is also the title of the American release of the 1954 version of Godzilla. Now question, is King of the Monsters a direct sequel to the 2014 Godzilla? Yes. It is. As far as I know, yeah. Except we won't have Kick-Ass. I was going to say, is Kick-Ass coming back? No, but I'm okay with that because, you know, we'll we'll, we'll get into... I'll complain about this movie quite a bit. But because, Ken Watanabe is still going to be in it, right? I mean, well, yeah, they need they need the token Japanese guy who... Yeah, no, <laughs> but I, I thought I remembered seeing him in the... I thought I remembered seeing him in some promotional material. I, 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 I've kind of been avoiding the, uh, the trailers. Yeah, the cast is way better. The trailers don't give away anything except for what monsters are there, which I'm like, I just want to... I just want to see the fucking monsters. That is literally all I want to see in this movie. I'm really, I'm (laughs) really, really super excited. Actually, rewatching the 2014 one, I was already like, yeah, I definitely want to see King of Monsters when it comes out. But just yesterday when I was watching, I was like, fuck, now I want to see it right now. I just want to see it right goddamn now. This movie was written or directed by Gareth Edwards. I forgot to figure out who wrote it. I don't, I don't fucking care. Fuck that guy. Well, what, what what was the other movie? Like, there's another famous movie Gareth Edwards did, and I can't fucking think of it right well, now. Well, he, he got this movie because he did that movie Monsters. That's right. Oh, which, but, is, which is a fucking amazing movie. If you haven't seen Monsters, go. Now, it's nothing like Godzilla. It's not, <laughs> it's not at all Godzilla, but it's a great movie. He went on to also do... I, I actually looked up his filmography. Uh, oh, by the way, remember how I said I had to dig it out of my i had to dig my dvd out of my storage unit i was flipping through my uh my voodoo collection this week and i have it on digital because of course the hard copy comes with the digital and i redeemed it but i can never fucking remember which digital copies i have but i want to make fun of gareth edwards for a minute i do remember seeing that there's (laughs) something really shitty in his filmography after one of the like best movies of like the the 2000s well yeah because i'm like oh it's a good idea and he did godzilla and this movie's actually good i'm gonna shit on it a little bit but i do like it so it's got problems but it, it it it, it does a it does enough things right to completely make up for them. I'm guessing this isn't his fault. He did he directed Rogue One. Oh, that's which, the one. Which is the the shitty movie with some cool stuff in it, which is unfortunate. That's a movie. <laughs> that movie could have been good. It's so such a good idea, right? Easily. It, it, it's uh, like the perfect idea. It's like yeah, if you're gonna do side stories like that, there you go. There's one right yeah, there. Yeah. Perfect. Ultimately, I think it's a story that didn't need to be told. No. But but I mean, if you're gonna it, do if it. you're gonna do it, but the problem is, is that there were so many script problems. 
problems. That's the issue, is the script problem. And it was one of those movies I went in and I'm like, huh. I left and I'm like, did I... I almost fell asleep during it. <laughs> I walked that's out. Not a, like, that's not a joke. For like for like fifteen minutes. Wow. For like fifteen minutes at the, like the three quarter mark, I, I I have almost no memory of what happened because I was <laughs> I was fighting off sleep so hard. Yeah, I walked out of the theater and I'm like, did I like it? There's something about the movie that I can't quite. Did I like it? I'm not sure. I mean, sure. there's <laughs> definitely things to like about it. It's yeah. not like it's not like it's it's not like it's just a bad movie. It is a bad movie, but it's not like it's just a bad movie. Like but, it, it had a decent director, you could tell. <laughs> yeah, and it and it had some. It had good actors. I'll say that. Um, I like the actors. They, but the problem is, is writing wise, there was no sense of character. I couldn't tell you about those characters. There was no character development through dialogue. It, it was all just kind of, you know, like, well, she's this and he's this. Felicity Jones just has this. really big teeth. That's. I think she's hot, but I don't know. She kind of does it for. I, I have a, I have a thing for English girls. Okay, yeah, I, I, yeah. I've never really been into her. She did a movie with Anton Yeltsin and Jennifer Lawrence. And which movie? <laughs> God, what the fuck was it called? I like Anton Yelchin a lot, and Jennifer Lawrence is pretty cool. It was one of the it was one of those mumblecore style movies. <laughs> the fuck does that even mean? You don't know what that means? Oh, it's called Light Crazy. I've never um, heard of it. Yeah, I know. It's one of those you walk through Hastings and you're like, oh hey, I like these people. I like I like romantic drama crap. So here you go. Huh. But mum, you, you never heard the term mumblecore. Before? I've heard the term. I don't yeah. know what it refers to. Really and low budget. I thought it budget, referred to music. Really low budget, simple movies like you have, but they're not like the Blair Witch Project type simple. Like I guess you could kind of call it that. Anything by Joe Swanberg. Who's Joe Swanberg? God damn it, man! You're making this really hard. On me. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Swanberg is also a director. Directed. Uh, Nights and Weekends is a movie you've probably never heard of. Uh, Hannah yep. takes the stairs. Also a movie. Yep, I've never heard. Stuff of. with Greta Gerwig in it. Who the fuck is Greta? Oh my god, you're <laughs> killing me, dude! You're killing me. I have no fucking idea what you're talking. You just—you could just be making up words at this point, for all I know. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> I could have a more well-informed conversation with you about fucking Fellini, and I've only seen one of his movies. He's actually been producing a lot of a lot of bigger shows now. He's done—he uh, did some—he did some writing on Drinking Buddies and Easy, and he he did a segment on VHS and XX. You know, I, I I haven't seen. Uh, oh, which segment did he do on? VHS. Fuck, I don't know. I don't was it know. was it VHS proper, like the original, or one of the VHS movies? It just said Sam. I think he's he's in it. He's an actor in it. He didn't oh well, direct anything. Oh, okay. Never, mind. Never mind. Okay, whatever. Fuck Joe Swanberg. Whatever. Mumblecore. VHS is one of the best uh, found footage horror movies out there. I'll I'll dig up some mumblecore movies and I'll. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we have a we can do a whole episode on mumblecore and laugh. All right. And 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 then I'll learn what it is. It is a 100% hipster thing, but I love the concept of it. You just pick up a camera and just fucking go. With no you don't need money, you just kind of it's a lot of talking. Usually love stories and dramas and stuff because they're easy to make. Oh, okay. So it's a lot of stuff like that. I mean, I'd can I'd almost consider monsters. But like, but like super low budget yeah. type stuff. Monsters is a mumblecore movie with computer animation. Really, that movie's just two people walking around and fucking talking and going, "Ooh, ah, a monster." The monster are done so well and the presence yeah. of them is done so well good. and the the sort of looming threat of them is done oh it's just but yeah you're right you're right it is it, it's not like it's i mean it's not godzilla and i'm gonna complain about it you know i am godzilla's barely godzilla oh my god and i know i know i know that we need to focus a little bit on these human characters but you kill off the only one with any charisma <laughs> 40 minutes into the movie and then we're left following kick-ass who is one of the most boring people on the fucking planet he's a decent actor okay. but he, he is 
I'm not going to argue with you on that one. He's he's definitely not exciting to watch. I kind of wish this movie had been about Elizabeth Olsen. Whose character is also uninteresting. But, but it's, it's not, played by the smoking hot Elizabeth Olsen. But it's Olsen, played by so. her, so that, yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could watch her read a grocery list, man. And then I just found myself making a bunch of jokes about how the brother and sister are married and they're making out. Because he played Quicksilver and she was the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's right. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. Oh. Yeah, right. And and then the only Kinky. other the only other guy who's cool is Ken Watanabe, but who's his, also his, barely in it. His entire job is to stare intensely at things and deliver lines for the trailer, which is kind of a bummer because he really is a good actor. He he, like you could easily. I understand the whole you know putting a white face on the thing for the sake of American audiences, but fuck, haven't we grown beyond that at this point? I mean, this no. th- that dude could totally lead the movie. But you know who's in the next one? Millie Bobby Brown, who, of course. I, who I do love. I think she's great. Well, at least now, at least if they don't kill her off l- less than a third of the way into the movie, then we'll at least be following somebody with some fucking charisma the whole time. She, she's great as an actress. I don't know her personally. She might be a huge asshole personally. I don't know. Let's talk about the Godzilla movie that Godzilla's not in. <laughs> 45 minutes into the podcast, and we should probably start talking about the movie. <laughs> we were talking about the movie, not the movie proper, I guess, but you know, people okay. involved with the movie. All right. So here's my only really, I mean, you talked about, you talked about how you're going to talk about your problems with the movie. Well, uh, I'll, I'll start, I'll start right off with my problem with the movie. I have two problems with this movie that actually occur to me while I watch it. Cause the rest of my problems are kind of nitpicky and and things that they don't bother me while I'm watching the movie. These two issues bother me while I'm watching the movie. <laughs> Number one, what are the fucking odds that Kickass is going to run into that monster? Not once, but <laughs> twice in immediate succession. I mean, th- those odds are fucking staggering. Well, he does keep following the fucking army after after that first time. He finds that kid on the train, and he's like, "I'm not. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, kid, if I miss my flight." Which I would have just punched him in the face and been like, "Hey, sit here." Until you get back there. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's like a nice guy. I didn't hate his character. Boring. He was just boring. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was noble and like a good dude. But good Lord, somebody else totally could have done that. It, it's a writing thing, I think. But no, like that, that like he's way too present with the whole thing. And yes. it, it's just so unlikely. It's so unlikely. But I could get past that if it wasn't for the for the thing that really bothers me about the movie. Oh, yay. I'm excited. Which is that given the scale of these monsters, this should be like, like a cosmic horror level destruction. In that humanity should be beneath their notice. Even when it's trying to kill them, it should be beneath their notice. Because there's no way. I mean, like there's the scenes of the of the army, you know, firing guns and the monsters kind of flinch. Those bullets wouldn't even, they wouldn't even feel that shit. He notices when they do it, and he always has. The thing is, is they really gave him a sense of scale in this movie, and it was great. That's one of the things I love the most about this movie, is they really gave Godzilla a sense of scale. I mean, that scene, when they're skydiving past him, and they just keep falling and falling (laughs) and falling, and he just keeps fucking being there. That's a great scene. That is a genuinely great scene for establishing how fucking huge Godzilla is. Is because that's sort of the thing that's always kind of been missing from from the Godzilla franchise, even from the first movie, which the first movie was was the one real horror movie of the of the franchise. Have you seen any of the other ones? I've seen the original, just the original. Well, okay. no, I've seen Son of Godzilla, and I've <laughs> Jesus seen, Christ, you saw that one? <laughs> uh, yeah, 
and I've seen Godzilla versus King Kong. I have Godzilla versus King Kong on Blu-ray, by the way. Nice. Yes. <laughs> You've seen Son of Godzilla, I but you've seen just Son kinda, of Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> I watched because I bought a box set at Hastings, of course, because the angry video game nerd did his uh monster madness for Halloween one year, and it was all the Godzilla movies. Nice. And it was it was great. And that's how that's what got me interested in the first place. So I watched the first I've only really watched the first one and the second one, so I haven't quite gotten to the other ones, but I saw King Kong versus Godzilla when I was a little kid. And my dad that got is mad a, at me. That is a great, terrible movie. My that's dad like told one of the me the best bad movies. Don't you want to rent a newer movie? I'm like, No, King Kong, Godzilla, let me watch it. Fuck yeah, man. He's like, Here, I, you want to get Balto? I'm like, No, I want King Kong versus Godzilla. That's you know, that's how it happened for me. I I, I would not have uh I would probably not have ever bought King Kong versus Godzilla on Blu-ray, but my son found it at fucking Walmart or something for like five bucks. It was like near Halloween, you know, it's like they always have the, they always have like that wall of Blu-rays for like $5 each around Halloween and it's always horror movies. But he found King Kong versus versus Godzilla and he was like, dad, can we watch this? I was like, all right, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's get it. Like, are you sure? Okay. (laughs) We got it and we watched it and he, my son, my son's got a great uh, love of bad horror movies. Does it have the the original Japanese audio or oh, is it just dubbed I think it's just dubbed which is fine but I I really I want to have that choice I would I like, like to choice. have the choice too um but honestly most of the time I, that one I would probably watch with the dub I would probably choose the dub fair enough because are, it's not like it's a good movie are you prepared for what Warner Brothers is actually doing right now are you talking about the idea of, of the shared universe with uh, Kong Skull Island and fuck yeah so that is still on track they're yeah. still planning to do that I would love to see a, a really good King Kong versus Godzilla Although, say, there's a th- few th- movies that need to be updated but and here's that would be one but here's the problem here's the problem they've done a really good job of establishing the scale of Godzilla but Godzilla's always been like five times bigger than Kong well, except for in King Kong versus Godzilla. Except was, for, yeah. exactly, except for in one of the shittiest movies of all time. In the best possible way, don't get me wrong. It's, it, it is a bucket of fun to watch, but it is a terrible movie. Oh, yeah. No, they, they definitely had to. King Kong's only like 30 feet tall. Even if you double it, he barely comes up to, he barely comes up to fucking Godzilla's knee. Yeah. Depending on which version of Godzilla, which like movie you're watching with Godzilla in it, he could be like up to 200 or 400 feet tall or some shit. I think, it's his, I, I think in this one, they, they gave the impression that he was probably in like the 300. Oh, he was. Range. I mean, he was, he was, big. he was up there in this one. He was a big motherfucker. Yeah. They, this, this is the American. American Godzilla movie that we at least this is this is what I hoped the 98 Godzilla version was going to be uh which I like the fact that uh when they jump back into the past they start in 1999 which is the year <laughs> after they? they do the year oh. after the shit Godzilla movie came out as if as if to completely disavow that <laughs> That's good. which well, which it completely it totally deserves that was that movie was a piece of shit god it's it's a it's a thing that has so much potential too it's like how hard is it guys why why did they have to call that movie godzilla could they not have called it like could they just have been like this is a remake of the beast from Twenty Thousand fathoms that would have been yeah that's that's what this should have been but it, they called it godzilla because they wanted the because people actually know what the fuck that yeah, is <laughs> exactly they wanted the recognition they want they want the name recognition that's what that's what you know hollywood's all about name recognition yeah especially today fuck so the, do you know what they did to that Godzilla in in the Toho company? You know what they actually did? No. In Godzilla Final Wars, I can't remember exactly how it came about, but they're like, that exists. That that movie happened in their universe. Really? But they're like, all the Americans, they thought it was Godzilla, but it wasn't. It was this It was this other creature that we've named Zilla. And then Godzilla fucking shows up. Atomic breath blows him the fuck up <laughs> like he's nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so oh, they, I love it. They had a they had a good time with that. That's one. awesome. Fuck yeah, Toho. Way to go. <laughs> so hopefully they don't have to do it to this one. No, this is. I mean, this is. He actually looks like Godzilla. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I I I love the I love the style that they did Godzilla in. They went with a really a really nondescript monster. I gotta say, like like the monster is pretty damn boring. Are you talking about I'm the, talking the about Mudo? The, I'm talking about the Mudo. Yeah. Yeah was pretty boring but at Boy, the same time I'm going to complain about that in a minute. I don't think it's a bad idea to start your Godzilla movie with Godzilla as the real star of the movie. Oh no, no, that's absolutely. You know, and 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 so in that respect, I think it's a good idea that they had kind of a boring monster for him to fight because there were two of them, which was a good call, you know, the male female thing. That was smart, I think. I'm sorry, but whatever you have to say bad about this movie, that final kill when he when he sh- when yes. he shoots fire down that thing's <laughs> neck until its head melts off its butt that is the badass the most badass fucking monster kill in the history of badass monster kills well that was just godzilla he's like fuck you i'm done with your shit <laughs> <laughs> You could tell he was super annoyed because he already got knocked out once. I almost came during that. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, the the, the Mudo didn't do it for me, and it annoyed me. You're kind of right, but I want to, like, let's see. What am I looking at? There were 28 fucking Godzilla movies before this one, <laughs> and there are so many B monsters in there, like like ones that don't fucking matter. You could have. In, in Godzilla Raids again, the very first time he fought another monster, he fought Anguirus. Who fucking cares? You could have done that. Yeah, you yeah. could have at least had a monster. Had the, you could you could have done it exactly the same way. Angers didn't come from anywhere. He had no backstory. You could have made one up. You could have had the exact same story, but had that familiar monster. Yeah, but, no, you're not wrong. I, I I don't disagree with you. So there. that and that bugs me, and that's my only real complaint aside from like the <laughs> boring human characters. But the movie's not about human characters. We want to see fucking Godzilla. I mean, I I here's the thing. I did care about the human characters, even though Kickass was pretty boring <laughs> in this, which is such a shame because he was so good in Kickass. He 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 really was. What's his name? Aaron Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron yeah. John. Yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Who Kickass is like one of my favorite movies. It, it it's such it's such a good movie, and he was so perfect for that role. He really did get shortchanged in the writing department in <laughs> and this the, movie. And it was it's hard to for him to be manned up because Kickass is such like a weenie, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> But I'm like, he's supposed to be kind of a badass in this one. Because we, lo- we lose fucking Brian Cranston, who's the best goddamn par- person in the fucking movie. 40 minutes in. 40 minutes. That's that's a third of the movie. Well, you know, I, I understand <laughs> him. I understand him saying like look i'm not gonna stop i'm not gonna be the star of this movie I, i'm not gonna be in sequels and shit you know like i'll do one i get that do you know who the main character of the of king of monsters is no godzilla i hope well obviously we hope that and hey i mean it really does look like they cranked it up for the sequel I oh mean, yeah there's three monsters there's four monsters now fucking because ones that we actually know mothra who is my son's favorite godzilla enemy and what's the three-headed dragon Ghidorah, Ghidorah and rodan Rodan. Yeah. Fuck. What a great... This is the one that is like hopefully really going to pay off for the fans. That's my hope. Are we going to have 28 movies? Is it going to be like uh, the fucking Avengers universe? The MCU? Where we're just going to have a million fucking monster movies and we'll we'll bring Gamera into it even though he has nothing to do with fucking Godzilla. But yes, please do that. That would be sweet. Let's merge Toho and whoever the fuck produces Gamera so they can fight each other. That'd be fucking awesome. That would be awesome. I need a flying turtle. Except the only... these movies were totally made for people in rubber suits. Well, that, and that's that's <laughs> that's what I really like about the direction they went with the monster design in in this one. It captures the feel of the rubber suit thing without 
the rubber suit. Like it, it's like bringing that into the realm of the real in a really great way. I think they just did a kick-ass job of uh, kick-ass <laughs> job, of uh, of integrating that into into a believable context where I have no problem believing that he actually is a. 500 foot tall monster you know rather than a guy in a rubber suit but he still has the feel of that original godzilla he moves like the original godzilla he's built like the original godzilla you have you get that sense of weight from him like you did with the original godzilla and i'm speaking specifically about the original gojira the japanese yes movie yes. not the sequels which sort of became a parody in a lot of ways oh boy and and and, and, and don't get me wrong they're <laughs> very very fun movies they really are but that first one is a is a scary movie can you imagine watching that in like 1954 or whenever the fuck That'd it came be out fucking crazy yeah that shit would have been scary assuming we're talking about you're a kid living in japan because because let's face it the raymond Ver, burr version is vastly inferior which i haven't seen but i have it i've seen the original one but i haven't seen it's that just one he's just fucking there to be white that's literally his <laughs> only point and purpose in the story is to I, be white he doesn't have the level of involvement that elizabeth olsen's character had in this story <laughs> not a lot no he, he is he is completely there only to be white he doesn't <laughs> offer awesome. anything interesting he doesn't have anything to say he doesn't do shit he just narrates over the whole thing doesn't he's he? just a white face to have japanese people telling the story to but yeah i mean but seriously imagine fucking 1954 the cinema of 1954 and i mean and godzilla i mean we had a lot of monster movies at that yeah point, sure but. there were monster movies i mean i'm not saying but the monster movies that existed at that point the good ones like dracula frankenstein the wolfman you've got some good monster movies it's not like you don't uh, uh creature from the black lagoon hadn't come out yet you you have good monster movie it, it, is 1954 the right year i feel like i yeah. might be Okay. That, that's the All one right. and i was going to talk about that because they they pay a nice homage to it by saying that they actually that tried to appearance, kill godzilla that first appearance yeah. was in 1954 yeah yeah that that was that was a nice <laughs> that was a nice, th- a nice throwback godzilla the original godzilla in its original incarnation can stand toe-to-toe with any of those great monster movies as being legitimately a scary movie it's it, it's a legitimately scary movie i mean uh, for its time for its time you know standards oh. have changed but <laughs> for its time like you watch it nowadays and aside from the comic because I, I did watch the Raymond Burr version just like a couple of years ago. And aside from the comic presence of Raymond Burr, which it <laughs> fucking is at this point. At this point, he is seriously comic relief. The rest of that movie is very serious and very grim. And then they kill him with the oxygen destroyer. Is it? <laughs> what they call it. In the 1954 one, they don't actually yeah. kill Godzilla. I kind of like the resolution in this movie. Well, we'll save that for the actual end of the show. Okay, we're kind of right. jumping. We're kind of jumping. Yeah, around we're, a little we're bit. all over the fucking place. So because nobody really wants, nobody really wants to hear about. Do we need a recap of all the fuck no shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. Brian Cranston is the he, he kills his wife because he makes her go. Which down is a, a fucking gut wrenching scene, by that the is, way. Wow, that, that one that one hurts. And you got I mean, you got a couple of really great actors for that too. You know, I mean, Brian Cranston and Julia Pinoch, who's for a tiny, tiny role, is really good. Yeah, and it, it's mostly. F- 30 to 40 minutes of kick-ass's daddy issues before anything really starts to happen yeah it is like with setup i do like when they go to the go to the quarantine zone though they he's finally like fine i'll fucking go with you jesus christ can we just get this over with now and he's like holy shit my dad's not fucking crazy and then (laughs) and then he dies (laughs) lucky (laughs) 
How much does that suck? Like spending all those years thinking your dad was just a nut job and then find out you were wrong. He was right about everything and then dead. Well, at least they had that moment where yeah, they, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They got it. They, they got a little bit of resolution on it, which is good. But, but then Ken Watanabe's like, hey, uh, I know I know your dad just died, but get your fucking ass in here. We need you. <laughs> like, all right. Cool. Then Ken Watanabe spits out more exposition about sciencey stuff and fossils, which that was super cool, though, that when they first find that that first Mudo. Oh, you yeah. see that fossilized Godzilla-esque skeleton yeah. in there? I like the way they approached it, which which is the idea that these creatures used to rule the Earth. They, you know, they were bigger than the dinosaurs. They predated the dinosaurs and shit. But they didn't die off. They just required that radiation, so they dug deeper into the Earth. Well, yeah, and, I was trying to convince the kids. I'm like, some of these things could actually be in the ocean, kid. Yeah, like, you don't know. There could be a Godzilla down there. We have no idea. Probably wouldn't be that big. There probably but. isn't, but... The fact is, we don't know. And the oceans are a great mystery. And so it's a great and so it's a great start. It, it's a great jumping off point. And I think they I think they did a really good job of creating a believable backstory. The 1954 thing. Very cool. The idea that they tried to kill Godzilla and failed. And uh, yeah, it's just and then now he is the one to come and restore balance to the universe. I will say Ken Watanabe's character he really just jumps whole hog on that ship. Like it never occurs to him that he could be completely wrong. Oh no, it's like 100%. He's like, "Oh, uh these monsters are here. I think I think him. Him. He's he's here. He's going to help us." Yep. He's a monster we tried to kill, didn't die with with a nuclear bomb and he's coming back. He's going to save us. Cool. But then also, like don't does, does the military not have any like communication with each other? Ken Watanabe's like, "Hey, uh he's going to come help." And then the second he pops out of the water, everybody's like, "Shoot him." The military the military seems pretty inept in this movie. I mean, for example, when the second Mudo rips out of the fucking vault nobody noticed the mountain splitting in half that didn't that didn't trigger any seismic alarms or why would it (laughs) when the when the goddamn mountain ripped in half i mean he he digs a trench out of that thing that looks like the goddamn meteor that killed the dinosaurs Yeah, they all kind of and they, and they have to they have to open the they have to open the slide on the on the containment uh, or on on the on the vault to see that something's gone on to even know if yeah. something's gone. I did on. think that scene was weird how they're just kind of like opening the thing, going okay, clear. I'm like, you want to pay a little more attention to that? Or... <laughs> it's kind of a kind of a security issue at this point. I think we. Didn't we're, set we're didn't trouble. set off a single alarm. Oh, and I wanted I I wrote down something about that because they're like they're like well they they found him in the Philippines and then they it was dormant and they they said they said they run a bunch of tests and they're okay whatever where the Americans took it and then where did they take it where where you take all your toxic waste and I'm like Nevada but I thought that was New Jersey. But <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman lied to me. Son that's, of a bitch. That motherfucker. So apparently <laughs> apparently Tromaville should be in Las Vegas or something. Well, maybe maybe that's maybe why. Maybe Tromaville handles all the East Coast's toxic waste. Because they probably have more than we do over on this coast. Yeah, that just confused me. And I thought it would be a funny <laughs> joke. So so I wrote it down. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice callback to, our, to all our Troma references throughout the year. Yeah, we don't watch trauma movies. What are you talking about? I'm a little soured on trauma movies after watching fucking Poultry Guys, but that's... <laughs> 
I think I stopped taking notes like halfway through the movie. Well, yeah, because that's when it starts getting really exciting. And then I'm halfway I'm, through. Godzilla and the Mudo, they killed a lot of people. Fucking terrifying, right? How? how ooh, I'd be very scared. It's like I kept I kept on like equating it to Power Rangers. I'm like, well, at least this is only happening once as far as they know. It's, it's not every <laughs> single day. Yeah. Like in the Power Rangers universe. <laughs> like, why do you still live in Angel Grove if this happens all Real the time? Real estate prices have to be shit in that town. I Disaster mean, insurance must be through the roof. They never really destroy any buildings in Power Rangers, so maybe everything's just okay. Didn't have maybe. the budget for that. That's why they keep going out to that neutral zone. Yeah, but I'm I'm in universe here. Maybe the monsters are just really plight and they don't want to like disrupt people's homes and well. Rita, wa- Rita wants to take over the world, but she wants real estate prices to be good so she can make money doing it. Yeah, there you go. But there was that scene at the end of the first season where she like rips a building off and. <laughs> And like floats it somewhere else. I don't I miss know. that one. Anyways, this of course, uh, of course, a, a love of Godzilla movies does dovetail perfectly with a love of uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, it's actually relevant this time. Yay! Yep. yep, Power Rangers reference is completely legitimate for this movie. How about how about my my Back to the Future thought? Because they go to Lone Pine, California. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow, Marty must have killed a tree there, because I'm a simple creature and I watch like three fucking movies. <laughs> I watched Back to the Future, Rocky, and what's the third one? I knew, I knew, I, I fucking knew you couldn't get through an entire podcast without saying the word Rocky at some point. I knew you couldn't do it. Makes me feel all warm See, and fuzzy the, on the, the inside. Power Rangers, <laughs> the Power Rangers was a completely legitimate reference this time, and all I could think is, when's he going to drop Rocky? When, when's Rocky coming into this? Fucking knew it, man. They're going to remake Rocky with Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, oh, they already remade Rocky. They made Warrior. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. And Creed. And Creed, which I I watched Creed 2 again last week. It was really good. It, it was, gets better every time I watch it, yeah, too. Yeah, it was good. Anyways, we're not talking about that. We will talk about that, though, because and I'll probably cry like a little girl because I like that movie. So what do you think of The Flaming Train? I thought that was fucking cool. That was probably the, <laughs> that was probably the coolest, like, thing. That was, you know, No, it was, little, great, it was a great visual. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of amazing visuals in this movie. The, uh, what's his name? Chris something? Or Charlie? Or the director? Oh, Gareth Edwards? Gareth, yeah. that's it. Gareth. Either him or whoever he got to... I, I mean, it's a collaborative medium, obviously, so it's a lot of people. It's not just anyone, but they had a good vision. You can level a lot of complaints against the writing, against um, character development, pacing. There are issues. There are issues all over the place with this movie. It's far from perfect. And Elizabeth Olsen wears way too many clothes the whole time. <laughs> not going to argue with you there, but there are some fucking stunning visuals in this movie i mean just left and right there are so many great great moments visually yeah he definitely has that going for him so i don't know he hasn't done a whole lot since rogue one i don't think yeah which he had something to do with another star wars project but it's nothing rogue one was just such a disappointment because it really did have potential and it and it's and so much of it is actually pretty good oh that's right he's got a new movie coming out called forever it's going to be a sci-fi movie about he's good in sci-fi Wait, wait. Do you mean sci-fi like the channel? Because they're making pretty good stuff nowadays. Yeah, Sharknado 97. (laughs) Fuck you. Sharknado is the greatest (laughs) franchise in the history of great franchises. But it's set in a futuristic world ruled by robots. A young human child searches for the origin of humanity. I'm like, so it's it's like monsters only with robots. Have you seen, I I, I think it's a sci-fi channel show. Uh, It's a show called Dust. It's like short films, short sci-fi films. You can watch it on YouTube and fuck man like I, I only watched one of i've only seen one of them but wow it was really good it was called the the candidate and man it was 
it was really fucking good. It was like it was like a Twilight Zone done to. I mean, I haven't I haven't watched the new Twilight Zone yet. Me neither. Uh, I was just gonna ask about um, that. Like, what do you think? <laughs> which I do want. I do want to watch. If Jordan Peele's on board, it's it's gonna at very least be worth watching. Uh, it might not be great. It might not be legendary, but it might be great and it might be legendary. Yeah, right. It might um, it might hold up. Like if nothing else, it's worth checking out. But this show, Dust, is um, it's like an anthology thing. You know, like my understanding is like every episode's different. It's about different things, and it's all sort of sci-fi related. Like the episode I watched isn't strictly sci-fi in the sense of like it's not hard science or anything like that. But it it's got an element that could be sort of like fantasy sci-fi. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's about this. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you. If <laughs> you should watch it, you, you should give it a watch. Like because it 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 is very Twilight Zoney in the way in the way the story's told. You know, so it's it, it's kind of like that. Like there are twists and turns and stuff. And yeah, wor- worth a watch worth a watch dust nice i spent uh the whole day before i watched godzilla watching bad martial arts movies so well, that is a great way to spend a week well i guess i watched i watched two one of them was really bad the other one was also really bad and it was <laughs> blood fist was the first one nice starring don wilson have not seen it but it was terrible the title alone has me that's why i watched it and there's eight of them so nice but there's like the first two follow the same character and then after that they just kind of started calling these random action movies that he happened to star in blood fist, blood fist yeah and then i watched lionheart which is a piece of shit that's a van damme movie yeah it? it was yeah. not good yes yeah, so that that was one of his um that was one of his decline movies yeah but it wasn't post, funny good like, it was just, like post street fighter post the quest it was before those it was not before street fighter it totally was it I was think. before the quest street fighter came out in 1994 and this one lionheart came out in 1990 really yeah Oh, maybe it was one of his. Maybe it was one of his early movies. Then, well, let's see. What year did Bloodsport come out? Because that was the that was his breakout. Six, something like that. Fuck, really? I felt like, like it was. Yeah, I see. Like that's what I was thinking. I, I was thinking eighty-eight. But holy fuck, we need to do Bloodsport. Because... I actually, I actually was when you when you said Blood Fist before you even said you'd watched a Van Damme movie. I was gonna say I uh, I pitched my son this weekend on Bloodsport. I was like, hey, you know what we should watch? Bloodsport. So you you'd like it. It's cool. Blood Fist is like Bloodsport and some other shitty movie, but the editing is so dumb. Oh, it's oh, it's like <laughs> it's a mix between Bloodsport and Kickboxer, kind of like with the way it's set up. Okay, so yeah, all right, it's very clearly trying to jump on a certain train. Oh yeah, it, like to a T, except it's really bad, and there's lots of weird twists, and I'm like, wow, none of these fucking go together what's so, happening here's the question is it better or worse than kickboxer 2 i don't know i need to watch kickboxer 2 i haven't watched it i actually haven't seen that one really kickboxer 4 was on tv when i was a kid no they actually the, by kickboxer 4 sasha mitchell actually was doing all right in the role like kickboxer 4 if i remember correctly wasn't wasn't too bad no because kickboxer at the time was one of my favorite movies i i, I loved kickboxer and then Kickboxer 2 came out and first off they fucking kill off Van Damme's character off screen yes. at, in in yes. before the movie even starts. Everybody ends up fucking dying in that yeah. series. Yeah. And then Sasha Mitchell comes on and Sasha Mitchell's acting is on par with his what's the, what's the name of that show? Step, step by, by step, step with his step by step acting. Yeah, like it's right on that same level. It's bad. It's hard for me to take him seriously because he is Cody to me. He is that <laughs> character. Like even when I watched Kickboxer 4 as a kid, I'm like that's how he really sounds. I was <laughs> yeah. so confused. But if I remember correctly, like Kickboxer 3 wasn't as bad as Kickboxer oh, 2. The, Kickboxer 4 was actually supposed to be pretty good. The like little review on the on the cover says better than kickboxer for kickboxer 2 and i'm like so which 
Fuck so, you. So pretty much you you took out of the review, this movie wants to be better than Kickboxer, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, but you- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dot, 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 better than Kickboxer, dot, dot, dot. So you cheated. Yeah, there's there's five movies in the Kickboxer series in the same continuity, and they eventually kill off Sasha Mitchell's character. <laughs> course they do and then then it's pretty much the same plot as kickboxer 2 with mark dacascus instead oh nice who is awesome by the way but then i watched the trailer for that one Bloodsport or kickboxer 5 and they're like oh he's coming right off of his blockbuster performance in oh no he's coming right off his performance in the blockbuster double dragon which i loved to death and it's just a piece of shit <laughs> yeah but you love that you love double dragon for all the wrong reasons i yeah it's such a dumb movie but i'm like i i would watch that over a bunch of other fucking good movies right yeah i mean that's fair that's fair i do love a good shitty action movie right and martial arts movies are some of my favorites anyways you know who should do martial arts godzilla that would be sweet i mean there are Japanese. oh well i guess in final wars there's a lot of martial arts going on is that a godzilla movie yeah it was supposed to be the last one in 2004 so they they were ending the series at that point and then they're like okay we're kind of then they did those like anime ones and then they made another live action one yeah shin Shin, shin godzilla which was which was pretty good yeah I, I i only heard good things about it i'm not gonna watch the anime ones because it's anime and i can't i don't have anything against anime really i just can't i can't fucking do it i can't fucking do it well man. that's not really how you want to watch a godzilla movie anyway I oh no i don't think i think i think you want a live action godzilla movie it's just more fun i want the rubber suit which shin godzilla does <laughs> yeah i know I and, saw and, it. and it's it's the best rubber suit because oh it's it's fucking great it's glorious i absolutely recommend it to anybody who's a godzilla fan i mean i kind of feel bad for those motherfuckers that are in those suits sure of course but at the do, same time they're doing it fuck them they're, they're, they're <laughs> doing it for your entertainment so the least you can do is go watch it yeah absolutely cgi fucking but the cgi is actually really good in this movie so i can't really complain no the cgi much. is solid i love this movie like this I, I i love this movie for what it is and shin godzilla is great for what it is and and they're two very different animals and that's what's great about it i think that's a great thing about the godzilla franchise is it it really is all over the place it's got something for everybody who's a fan of giant monster movies whether you're a fan of them unironically and you love the serious ones that are genuinely good and compelling it's got those you've got those movies and 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 it's not like it's just the first one there are other good ones in the series that are legitimately unironically really good and then it's got the really bad ones that are like so bad they're good like son of godzilla like son of godzilla yes (laughs) (laughs) and and king kong versus godzilla which are just so fucking terrible that they're amazing i enjoy this dumb shit why does it exist i I don't know japanese people are fucking weird man they just keep cranking out movies it's crazy such a small country you would think they wouldn't crank out that many movies god they make a lot of movies and they make a lot of genuinely great movies that's the amazing thing like for the volume they do you'd think it'd be like india where like most of them are the kind of thing you can only love ironically but but the, it's not like they make and what what's really crazy is some of the people who are the most prolific like takashi Miike, are the best filmmakers too have you seen audition i'm sure you have i actually haven't it's you it, haven't it's i haven't seen it but i've I think seen that's the only one that i've actually seen of his i've seen some of his lesser known work he did this movie with it was him Chanwook Park and a Chinese director whose name I can't remember so you've got you've got Japanese you've got a Japanese director a Korean director and a Chinese director it's called Three Extremes oh fun okay and it's it's these three horror movies by these three directors and they're all real genuine visionaries three very different movies very different in the best way possible and oh fucking watch it the thing about Mike's segment is you could literally extract i mean when i say literally i mean literally you could pull any single frame from that movie and hang it on your wall as art his cinematography is 
fucking unbelievable. And it's and it's a really you know I mean it's just a, it's just a good creepy story. I'm gonna have to remember some of these because tomorrow is a it, tomorrow's a movie day. No, nobody works. We're just gonna. Just well, gonna, I'm, just I'm gonna, gonna hang out down here. Watch shit tons of movies and there, there's up. another Blood Fist movie in my future. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get on it. But let's uh let's talk about that last like thirty minutes of this movie because that's when it really becomes a fucking Godzilla movie and it's actually that's, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Here here I, I will I will say this as a as a short as a shortcoming of the movie, you know, because we're we're listing the movie's shortcomings because we're that guy. <laughs> why why wouldn't we? <laughs> and uh the fact that during Godzilla's first confrontation with the Mudo, almost all of the action is relegated to a tv screen that is a strange choice well he wants to do it he he has this thing even in even in monsters he wants to do it from the human's perspective and i'm like fine yeah but the whole time stop it yeah give I, me i don't know i can see that. that give me a godzilla movie where it's from godzilla's perspective it's just like a first person thing of him just fucking running around tearing people <laughs> up tearing tearing up cities and shit i i like the human element i don't i'm not trying to be against the human element the human element is what makes the story interesting but yeah i mean i mean that's that's going back to what i said earlier aaron johnson has these moments where like he sort of catches the eye of all both the monster both godzilla and the mudo right oh, he well, really does have Mudos. have it with both of them doesn't he? yeah yeah and as much as i appreciate the idea of the human element of the story it's much scarier when humanity in general is just beneath their notice like that makes it so much scarier and i really wish they had gone that way because that's that's part of what's so compelling about them is that these monsters these monsters don't care about humanity they're not duking it out for godzilla isn't duking it out for humanity's sake he's killing that monster because that's what he does i was gonna bring that up and i like that they didn't make godzilla just like this evil thing he just happened to the the city and everything there just happened to be in his way yeah and he's just going after those those, the mudos because he feels like it because that's what his that's what he's compelled to do that's what his species has you know like that's what his evolution led him to for whatever reason yeah like he he almost he almost doesn't acknowledge any of the people except for on the bridge like when they're shooting at him in the face and he's just like god fuck off and then he grabs the thing and fucking rips (laughs) it apart and like you could tell he's just like ugh you want to leave me alone? And that's like the exact opposite of what they did in Cloverfield, right? Because there's there's a scene where they're on the on the Brooklyn Bridge, and they said originally they were like we're gonna have his hand come down, but then it seems too too deliberate, so instead they just made it his tail. Yeah, that broke the bridge. Yeah, but then I'm like I, I thought about that both times I watched this. And <laughs> I'm like, they, they did it like just the opposite. He did that on purpose because he was annoyed. Yeah. He's like my children. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, it, at least it made sense in that context because you had like tanks firing at him and yeah. shit like that. But when guys are firing machine guns at Godzilla, what the fuck are you thinking? I mean, you'd have a, you'd have a hard time. He doesn't really, he doesn't really acknowledge that. You'd have a hard it? time killing a crocodile with a machine <laughs> gun, let alone fucking 500 foot tall Godzilla. <laughs> Dude, like that. Those machine gun he literally is incapable of feeling that. Like you can feel an ant bite better than Godzilla could feel a fifty caliber bullet. I would I would agree with that. I don't think he he doesn't acknowledge the guns at all, really, does he? Except, no, he for, the, except for the tanks. He, he just doesn't. walks right through them. He doesn't, yeah. And and he nor should he. Don't get me yeah. wrong. The shortfall here isn't that he's ignoring it, it's that they're they don't catch they don't seem to realize he's completely ignoring it. Well, I mean, in fairness, I assume this is their first time seeing a monster like that. Which I agree completely. Completely understandable, but at some point they have to look at that and just go, this is completely futile, what I'm doing, you know? Well, they seem to accept it pretty quick. That guy's like, hey, I guess we're monster hunters now. Do, 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 do. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, so, someone, okay, okay. someone. I can't remember who. Someone was talking about, and of course, coming back to cosmic horror, my love of cosmic horror, and 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 the the horror of the scale of something like Godzilla. Of course, we go back to Cthulhu, who sort of the grandfather of uh, of all giant monsters. Someone made a comment about it's hard to incorporate something like him in video games because as soon as you give him a health bar, you take away everything that makes him scary. That's what's scary about something like that is that it's so far beyond the human capacity to deal with. It's so far beyond our ability to overcome. Like humanity, we we like to believe that we're like the king shits of this world. And in some ways, in some ways we are. In some ways we are. But every once in a while, nature comes along and fucking puts us in our place. <laughs> and if you've ever been there for it, it's a humbling experience. And I, I've been I've been there for it a couple of times. Now, not like not in any kind of major natural disaster. I've never been there for a hurricane or anything like that. But if you've ever stood in front of the ocean and really, if you go to the Pacific Ocean, and I and I mean the Pacific Ocean proper, not the Puget Sound, which I grew up on. But if you go to the actual Pacific Ocean, to the shore of the Pacific Ocean, and stand there and face it, it's a fucking intense experience. You realize that that thing does not give one flying fuck about you. And you know, similarly, the Grand Canyon. That's why the Grand Canyon is such awe because you realize you stand there and you look at that thing and you realize how fucking enormous it is no photograph can convey that that's what's impressive about Godzilla that's what I think they're failing not entirely in this movie don't get me wrong they didn't entirely fail to do it as soon as you make him notice humans like even notice them you sort of diminish that I mean for all intents and purposes Godzilla really is a god like you can't you can't affect him in any meaningful way He's beyond humanity's intervention. That's what's fucking awesome about it. Because when he faces off against these other gods, you're really watching a clash of the titans in the truest sense. You know, these things, humanity can't do shit about these creatures. We are completely at their mercy. That's sort of what makes the the new trailer impressive is is the way Ken Watanabe phrases that thing. You know, like what? So we're supposed to, to roll him out like he's our pet? No. We're his pets. <laughs> That's what I'm really hoping that they do with the next one. I'm hoping they go that route to the point where they really give a sense of the enormity of it. It seems like it's going to be a similar setup. There's like the monsters and then they're like, oh shit, well Godzilla's going to come and fuck him up. But he has to only only really go after the one because there's a, in, the, in the trailer it suggests that Ghidorah is like the alpha. Oh, okay. And they're all responding to him. Which makes sense. Because he's he's Godzilla's he's, big bad. He's, he's the one. He's the badass yeah. for sure. And then eventually in the in the Godzilla series, he loses a head, and then it gets replaced with a metal one, and then he becomes Mecha Ghidra. <laughs> because oh Japan, it's Japan, awesome. Japan, I love you. The first time you get the atomic breath in this movie was one of my favorite things because he's Aaron Taylor Johnson is there by himself, of course, because why not? And he's <laughs> he's doing the stare down with the Mudo, and he's just like oh, fucking. Then uh. you just see his eyes kind of dart over to the right or the left real quick, and he's like, oh, okay. And then you just see Godzilla slowly charging up. And it's this cool fucking shot. You just, from, that is, from his tail is, to his head. That is great, the way he charges up. And you know what you know what's coming, but the characters in the movie don't know what's coming. That's his first time. So it's glorious. Like, yep, it was really glorious. And then that Mudo's dead. Not and yet. Seriously, like, no joke, that final kill is next level. It makes me laugh. I, I watched the ending with, with the, the girls. And, okay, so we're, we're at the end of the movie now. And I have a funny story to tell. <laughs> 
<laughs> because after he uh after we've recapped zero of this movie by the way <laughs> well we, the good parts yeah that's true that's true uh, so that kill that you're talking about he charges up that like again aaron taylor johnson is staring down this motherfucker by himself and he pulls out his little pistol by the way he's a bomb expert and he's on a boat with a bomb that's supposed to go off and then he just passes out after godzilla comes and saves his ass but he has his pistol on this thing and i'm like you're, you're gonna shoot him in the face that's what you're gonna do to the mudo <laughs> okay fine but then that godzilla is, that is just like the ultimate in futile gestures just <laughs> yeah. well it's just he's not he's not going out like a bitch i guess well there you go so godzilla grabs this motherfucking thing by the back of its neck and then he opens its mouth and shoots the atomic breath right down this thing's fucking throat until its head melts off yes oh and then, it's so it's so beautiful and then he's holding the head and you get that he epic just, he godzilla just drops roar. it like fuck you and then roars and <laughs> like i like the way he drops the head just like yes. piece of shit <laughs> he's like fuck well because he, he he got knocked out before and he's yeah so he's probably already irritated oh for sure he's just annoyed at this point so that guy was it's, just and he's totally drained like that's what's glorious is like is is the way he collapses at the end yeah and that's where my funny story comes in so godzilla's laying there right kind of and lydia's there and i'm like she's like where's godzilla i'm like he's right there he's laying there she's like where i don't see him she didn't see him she did not see him the whole time I'm like, oh really this motherfucker's giant he's still on screen he's right there <laughs> <laughs> and then so like everybody's kind of like looking at Godzilla like oh hey oh he's dead I, you know I will say I, I kind of get it because color wise he was sort he's, of like yeah. the same he was he's covered in dust and stuff so he's kind of the same color as the surrounding yep, detritus I'm, I'm getting to the really funny slash cute part okay but you know as Godzilla can't fucking die so they're Obviously. and he, he's done with his job and this is another thing that I like they're not like we need to kill him now we need to kill him and everybody's just like let him go it's fine so he stands up and Lydia goes that's not a rock <laughs> <laughs> okay that's that's pretty fucking adorable that's yeah because i pointed him out like he's, he's there for like two three minutes just laying there and she thought he was a rock the whole oh, time that's cute that is cute uh, she is a fucking weird kid and i like it here's my child's story and it's not as cute as that sort of depressing i couldn't get my son to watch godzilla with me yesterday and here's why here's why here's what he said to me he goes, I say, hey, you want to watch Godzilla with me? And he's seen, he's seen him, you know, he, he's seen it before. He's seen several of the Godzilla movies. And he goes, which one? I said, oh, the one from, uh, I think it was 2014, you know, just a few years ago, the more recent one. And he goes, nah, I like the old one. I go, which old oh. one? Which old one? He goes, you know, the one with the French guy. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just like, you're dead to me. Which one was this? The 12 year old? Yes. His Fuck favorite him. one. His favorite one is the Matthew Broderick one because he, he had a DVD of it. Like we picked it up for him when he was like three years old or something, you know, because it's a piece of shit. Like, you're not I wasn't worried about him watching it. You know, like it's so <laughs> yeah. it's so cheesy and, you know, but uh. but it's thrilling to a three year old. Like, I get that. It's thrilling to a three year old because he's fucking three years old. He doesn't know what good filmmaking looks like. He doesn't doesn't know it but now it's his favorite fucking godzilla movie <laughs> that is very sad My god damn it uh, you're gonna make me cry that's not a good way to end the show Fuck. it was like 99 cents at a pawn shop and so we were just like oh, oh he'll like this he'll like this because you know he's three he yeah. likes shitty stuff <laughs> and now it's oh yeah and i i'd never seen it so i found it for like five bucks and i, I grabbed it and i'm like wow this is really long this is really not that good no it's not hey guess who's annoying everybody <laughs> yep at least the characters in this movie aren't fucking irritating yeah i like everybody I'll, like i'll you know. give i'll give them that yeah their characters aren't detestable 
like, immediately. I think John Ren- Renault, that's the name. John Renault, yeah. Yeah, I think he's the only character I like. Yeah, in pretty the much one, uh, in the original one, in the 1998 one. No, like he, wow. yeah, Matthew Broderick is that's probably his most annoying role ever. He's hit or miss for me, anyways. He, yeah, he is. And, he is. Yeah. I I agree. But yeah, usually that, miss. That is his. That has got to be his worst role. The gal they got to play as girlfriend, just ugh. she was cute. She no, she's but she was very annoying. Cute. God, annoying. <laughs> so fucking annoying. And Hank Azaria, who ordinarily I really like. Ordinarily, he's great. Slumming it, even though it was a huge budget summer blockbuster. Yeah. Because Roland Emmerich just kind of that's what he makes, and I like Independence Day. Okay. I I, I love Independence Day. Independence uh, unironically, un- unironically. Like I know it's got all these problems. I know it's not an example of great filmmaking, but fuck you. I was the I was 16 when that movie came out, and it blew my fucking brains out. I rented that shit from the video store all the time. I I I think I went back. It ran for one week in our town. I was living in Romania at the time, and we had a theater, a, a one screen movie theater. We had well, we had three one screen movie theaters, but it was like this. The way movies would do, the way they would do movies in those days, in in the mid 90s in Romania, the country would have one copy of the movie, and it would start in the capital city of Bucharest on its first on its opening weekend it was in the capital city of Bucharest and it would run there for a week sometimes it would run longer if it was a really successful movie then it would move to the city Timisoara which was pretty close to us because that was like the second largest city in the country then it would move to us in our city which was like the third largest city in the country and it would do it all the way around the country and then it would make a second trip through the second run theater okay and then it would make a third trip through the third one run theater pretty much every town had like three different movie theaters and you had your first run theater you had your second run theater and you had your third run theater and they were priced accordingly and they the quality of the of the of the movie theater was in accordance with that pricing and so by the time it got to the third run the print was in really rough shape massive sections were missing from it what and it was really cheap to go and i think i i I, I think when independence day came through first off it ran for two weeks because it was hugely successful and i think i went and saw it every day wow i think i went and saw it once a day for that entire two-week run you like that movie way more than i I fucking loved that movie Like, I hadn't seen, and like, it blew me away. And, like, yeah, I totally get all the problems everyone has with it, but fuck you. If you were there at the time, that movie was next level. And I knew nothing about movies at the time, so I'm just like, Will Smith, yay. That was Will Smith's breakout. That was the movie that made Will Smith Smith a star. That was the movie that made Will Smith a star. And looking back now, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you know, I get it. I was was eight. Excuse me. That's what made Will Smith a leading man. Yeah, I mean, he already was already He was already super famous, but that was what made him a leading man, was Independence Day. Fuck. Independence Day, and then Roland Emmerich had to go fuck it all up with you know several other movies. But yeah, he did. He's done a lot of shitty movies. Some of them, some of them are fun. uh, Day After Tomorrow was fun. 2012 was fun for a minute until 2012 rolled around. Then you're like, huh? Then you're just like, okay, well, this is a little hard to watch now. (laughs) All right. So yeah, man, fucking Godzilla 2014. It just got me excited to see King of Mon king of the monsters so i guess i don't know we like this movie right i always enjoy it every time i've seen it i've enjoyed it it's got its problems not gonna try and pretend like it doesn't but ultimately just a lot of fun to watch yeah keep watching good movies i'm gonna watch kong skull island when i when i, I do want to i do want to watch that it. now but king kong versus godzilla will come out in 2020 i think is oh when that's that's their schedule yeah god that's actually that fucking that's soon? actually soon yeah sonic the hedgehog got pushed back until 2022 so like also not <laughs> i don't think anybody's I don't, I don't think anybody's weeping too hard about that one no 
but I want to watch it. I'll watch it. I'm, I'm not saying I won't watch it, but not because it's going to be. I'll good. watch it when it hits like Netflix. Or it's going to be one of those weird movies that everybody thinks is going to suck, but then they're going to be like, "Holy fuck, how was this movie good?" Like Goosebumps. Like the Goosebumps movie was like that. I still haven't seen the Goosebumps movie. Is it? Is it actually good? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly, I haven't seen the second one, but I'm I'm gonna at some point. Blood Fist Two is a priority. But yeah. Men in Black next week, man. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because I forgot that that movie was fucking coming out so quick. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I'm always down. I'm always down to you know. Speaking of Will Smith as a leading man, one of his one of his really good leading man roles, and another movie that I'm not going to see in theaters. By the way, Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. Or Men in Black. What is it? Fucking international. International. Yeah. yeah. Could not give a lot less. I. 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 I, I mm, no. Well, yeah. Anyways, we'll be back next week because Men in Black is cool and Men in Black. Though I'm I'm down to watch Men in Black. Hey, you can follow us on all the social medias at the Shark Pod. Hey, look, that was easy. Bet you fucking won't, though. You probably won't. Asshole. If you want to give us money, we're still hitting our $50 goal. But again, I keep on meaning to raise it to 100 to guilt people into giving us more. But <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood if you want to give us money and, you know, make us feel good about ourselves because that's a thing that doesn't happen. They can happen support us often. for as little as a dollar a month, can't they? They can. They can do that. I think it. Is, I think the minimum is a dollar, actually. And if, you so. <laughs> t- if you tell 20,000 of your friends to do the same, we can really we can really kick this up a notch. I keep saying, treat it like Amway. You tell five friends and each one of those five friends tells five friends and then until until the like entire 12, fucking universe like, what is it 13 cycles or 12 cycles yeah. and then literally <laughs> everyone on earth knows yeah 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 i'm down with that five friends how hard is that Barely. or twenty thousand? i mean you know that's cool too if you're if you're an instagram influencer feel free to uh uh influence people to come listen to us the, our, uh, my post about we, the we still match. won't respect you as as a person if you're an instagram influencer well. we still think you're kind of a piece of shit but 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 we will appreciate uh, the recommend. But don't feel special about that. I think everybody's a piece of shit. That's true. I do too. Well, not Elizabeth Olsen. Nah, All, everybody too. else. Her too, because she lost her fucking Russian accent in between Marvel movies. So... <laughs> With no fucking that's explanation. Not her, that's not her fault. That's that's the fucking, what are they, the Duffer Brothers? No, those are the no, that's Stranger, the Stranger things, things, guys. I don't know. Those, those dudes. Those two those two douches who have kind of shit the Marvel Universe at this point. I don't have a response for it. Uh, yeah. They grade everything. They just grayscaled fucking everything. Yeah, but at least it was a good movie. Which one? Endgame. Still haven't seen it. It was pretty good. Can't ruin it for you though. Some shit goes down. Some of them are. Some of them are good. Yeah, it's good. Anyways, hey, we'll be back next week, and it'll be more fun, and we'll probably argue about something else because okay. that's just what happens. <laughs> Let's do that. Until next week. <laughs> Stay awesome. Tug your tip, fucker!